0: Hello, and welcome to the third take of the beginning of the DFB podcast. Third
1: take? Who knows if it's the last one, but this is the third one.
0: <laughs> this is DFB podcast numero 14. And... Uh- <laughs> We're glad to have you We're here. We're a little loopy
1: right now. We've, we've had a little trouble getting this first segment done, but I think it's going to pick up from here. So.
0: I think so, too. I have faith in us. All
1: right. Well, if, for those who also have faith in us, let us tell you a little bit about what's cool. Actually, let's talk about who we are first. I am Brad from WDW for Grown Ups.
0: <laughs> I'm AJ from DisneyFoodBlog.com.
1: And we are here to tell you wonderful things about Disney food
0: I'm actually excited about today's podcast This
1: is a topic that is near and dear to my heart <laughs> yes, it
0: is. So All right so what do we what can we expect this week?
1: In this episode we this will week, this this month, this, 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 which, year. this episode we will first do our news as we are wont to do then we are going to talk about a topic which I love which is the best hotels for dining because I do love dining in my hotel. Yes yes it is among my favorite activities. After that, we will move on to reader questions. No, they're listener Listener questions. questions. But I always like to call them reader questions.
0: We know your readers.
1: Then we will go over some trivia. And then we will start getting ready for episode 15. Yay! Yay! So here we go with the episode 14 of the DFB Podcast. So, AJ, are you ready to talk about some news? So ready. So ready. Always ready for Disney food news. Yes. So what's new in the world of Disney food?
0: Well, I just want to preface this with letting you guys know that we never cover all of the news that's going on, and, and there's a lot more this particular time than what we're going to talk about, so you should definitely go over to the DFB um, pin board. We have the Disney Food News pin board over on Disney Food Blog, and that has tons and, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of news that you really need to cover. But anyway, in the meantime, here are the latest things that are going on for you to check out. Over at EBCOT, the Flower and Garden Festival is in full bloom. <laughs> I just made that up. I didn't even plan on that. And do you know why the Flower and Garden Festival is important to something like the DFE podcast?
1: Because they've opened up awesome new booths that everybody's super stoked about.
0: You're so right. I'm
1: so right. I just, I'm like telepathic.
0: It's true. There are 12 new food marketplace, food and beverage marketplaces um, at the Flower and Garden Festival this year. And we have been there and eaten all of it
1: you know, AJ and her staff, you I have, know, I have not been, but it's been well received from everything I've heard.
0: You know, it's our goal to give you every, every, every bit of information you can possibly have when there's food. So head over to Disney food blog. We've got every single picture of every single food item that's possible at the festival. Check it out. Plan your trip for next year. Plan your trip for this year. Um, but it's really cool. Next up in Disneyland, Maurice's Treats is open in Fantasy Fair. Now Maurice's Treats is just a little kiosk, but there are some goodies there that you want to check out. Um strawberry twists, cheddar garlic bagel twists. What
1: I saw Heather's pictures of those. Those look good. And I like all those words. I like cheddar, those words garlic, too. Bagel.
0: So and there's a new Boyson apple freeze, which believe it or not, is not the exact same thing. That you'll get everywhere else. It has a little added stuff. So check that out. It's a little out.
1: extra boisony.
0: It is boisony. Indeed. <laughs> now here's the big, big, big news. Disney Springs. You've heard this on all the other podcasts. You've read it on all the blogs. You've seen it everywhere. Downtown Disney and Walt Disney World is going to go through a massive renovation. Now I know you're saying, what? We thought it was going to go through a massive renovation two years ago. True. And it didn't. However, it seems like they're really going to go forward it's our with this yearly one. yearly <laughs>
1: announcement of a giant expansion. <laughs> That's
0: right. Yet yeah, another announcement of a giant expansion. But this one seems to be pretty bas- pretty big, pretty massive. I was going to say bassive.
1: <laughs> That's f- big and massive <laughs> together and are bassive.
0: It's ma- It's massive. Um, but you're, you're going to see a lot of new restaurants. They're actually going to double the amount of restaurants and shops in downtown Disney. Um, you're gonna see a lot of new restaurants. A lot of your favorites are gonna go away, and right now we're just in the rumor stage. So check out Disney Food Blog for more. My details favorites again. are
1: Earl of Sandwich and Raglan Road. Are those going to go away?
0: No, those Good. are safe. So you're all <laughs> safe. Those are safe, but you know there's there's rumors about food trucks coming, uh, Pollo Campero leaving. Um, there's but, all there's all kinds of potential restaurants, but these coming.
1: are all rumors. Nothing is uh, as terribly official except they're saying they're doing something. But of course, they've said they'll do stuff before, so who knows right. what will happen? So
0: check it, check it out. We've got we've got all all of our rumors and details on the blog, and we'll have more coming as well. Um, but that's the big 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 news. And something else I wanted to mention to you because I know you guys are always waiting for information like I am. We have a couple of Food and Wine Festival tidbits for you. Uh, 2013 Food and Wine Festival is coming up in um, starting. September twenty seventh in Disney World's Epcot, and um, what we now what we know now is that there are three three E to the Beat concerts we kind of have solid dates on. You can see those on the blog. It's for uh, Air Supply, Starship, and Thirty Eight Special, and um, so we know they're going to be back this year. And um, what else do we have? Uh, food and or wine and dine. Wine and dine half marathon registration is now open for November eighth and 9th that weekend definitely go check it out if you're ready to run that will sell out quickly
1: so that is our quick rundown of disney news for more news you can always check out both our websites disneyfoodblog.com and wdwforgrownups.com
0: here at the main segment of our number 14 DFB podcast and I know that Brad's really excited about this particular topic. Super pumped. Yeah, because Brad likes to um, wear his pajamas to meals as much as possible. If they could just
1: get all the restaurants into one resort, it'd be like my dream vacation. (laughs) That's just called
0: a cruise.
1: <laughs> no, I need more restaurants than that. I need all of the Disney World restaurants. You need two hundred restaurants. That's right, all of them it's attached to one. Attached
0: to your your resort room. Yeah, exactly. Your hotel room. I just need
1: one elevator that takes me directly to each res- res- restaurant. And it's like a, <laughs> that's know, like a
0: Wonka vader. <laughs> a little bit like is, a Wonka vader.
1: We should, you know, we should patent that resort idea before somebody else takes it. I think
0: but, that's a good idea. Anyway, so what we're talking about today is the best Disney resorts for dining. So if you're like us and you love to not have to travel anywhere and go to the restaurant in your hotel as much as possible, <laughs> then we've got some well, great choices for you. And even if you've
1: been out and about all day, it's nice to be able to come home Take a shower, get cooled down and everything like that and then pop out. Just go to dinner in the, in the restaurants, one of the restaurants in your resort.
0: Not to mention the lack of having to drive afterwards if you happen to imbibe.
1: That's true. You can walk if you. It's a lot more or likely that I'll like be able to. if you like us and you
0: eat way more food than right. you can possibly roll upstairs, stomach, you just, or stumble just roll up stairs if
1: necessary. Whatever's <laughs> your whatever's your way to go.
0: <laughs> so these are these are if you if you're choosing your hotel for your next Disney adventure and you want to make it a good dining hotel, um, these are some of our favorites. So what are we? What, what where's the first place you think? I mean, I think
1: there's a clear cut <laughs> group of winners. Which is all of the Epcot resorts that are built around the boardwalk area in, in, like that because, you know, it's kind of cheating because it's really. What makes it great is that you have pretty easy access to all of those yeah. restaurants, regardless of which hotel you're staying. So, like, you know, if you're staying over at the Beach Club, Flying Fish isn't technically in your resort, but right. it's really easy to get to. You may have to put on more than your pajamas, but you it's close enough that you can just, you know, walk <laughs> out there and go really quickly. So, yes. I think that you know, basically, the Boardwalk Resorts, which would be Beach Club, Yacht Club. Boardwalk and then the Swan and Dolphin. Swan and
0: Dolphin, yeah. Would
1: be kind of my first picks of places to stay. And also, you know, the, what's good about that too is that the Swan and Dolphin can have pretty reasonable prices too. So that's probably the cheapest way to get to stay over there. So, you know.
0: Yeah. And they have fantastic restaurants there too. Um, and that's the thing is all of these resorts have great restaurants in them. Um, plus you have Epcot just a small walk away and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to take huge travel measures to get to Epcot and have access to all of the restaurants in Epcot. Rose
1: and Crown is practically almost in your, you know, you can walk, if you're staying at the beach club, you can be in the Rose and Crown and you can see it from your hotel room. It's
0: right there. Yeah. Plus you've got, you, you know, you do also have, um, Hollywood Studios there too as well, and there aren't.
1: That's a long walk though.
0: There, that's a bit of a walk, and there aren't as many fantastic restaurants there. But you do, but there are some.
1: So as far as the, those resorts, some standouts and that are in those resorts would be Yachtsman Steakhouse is good.
0: Flying Fish is one of my favorites. Flying Fish is great. Beaches, Beaches and, and cream. cream. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, obviously, you can tell where we. Where, where one that we definitely all agree on. Um, I really like the ESPN Club. Um, yep. I've, I've come around a little bit on Big River. I was, I used to be anti Big River, yep. but that was, my last trip there was pr- was pretty good. Big actually. River's not
0: bad. Beer, cheese, soup.
1: And then, like we were saying, the Swan and Dolphin actually has several really good restaurants. I think Il Molino is very good for Italian food. Shula's is good for a steak. I was just
0: at Shula's a few weeks ago and mm. they have the most amazing chocolate souffle. Ah, it's really good. I have not had that. Blue Zoo's fantastic. And I,
1: I, just another shout out just because I love that the, I don't know if they still have them, but the, the, the last time I was there, we had some, some, uh, hot dog mm-hmm. and a bologna sandwich that they had out in the bar area. At that blue was zoo. at the
0: blue zoo bar and area. Yeah. It
1: was Fan, they were both fantastic. They were I just, great. every, I, I can't, I'll tell everybody who listen about how good those were. So hopefully they those are still good. there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Epcot Resort Area is the place to be. Um, and by Epcot Resort Area, we're not talking like Caribbean Beach necessarily. We're talking those, those, um.
1: The w- hotels that are built on the boardwalk. Right. The hotels the that
0: are within walking distance of Epcot, um, are going to be fantastic dining hotels for you. You pretty much. You know, if you don't want to ride any rides, you could pretty much
1: just Brad's dream vacation. Stay and eat there no. for a whole week.
0: <laughs> it's pretty awesome. You got great lounges in those in those resorts too. I'm just thinking like, yeah, we didn't
1: even mention geez. every place. last that week. We just picked the highlights. There's still, you know, there's still plenty of places to go oh, that, are, there's a lot, that are and you worthwhile. don't have to
0: spend a lot of money. Like we mentioned, a lot of signature restaurants, but there's there's a lot of inexpensive restaurants around there too that are going to be great places to eat. So okay, anyway. Moving on.
1: Moving on.
0: So another another great place to choose and and of course we've got to use the whole um multiple hotels in one area.
1: We're cheating again as we're what We're totally saying.
0: cheating. Um but you guys get it. You know what <laughs> we're talking about. And uh the the Magic Kingdom resort area hotels, now those um
1: that's not really that we're not cheating this time, because those are you can't call all the like those aren't. I guess you could say you could go to the. You can't you,
0: walk from one, but you can take
1: a monorail. But I I, I thought we were going to talk about the other thing where we're getting to, but we'll we'll talk about magic. We'll
0: talk Thunder about right. this first. Okay, just quick, just 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 quick cover. Um, but you've got Grand, you know, Grand Floridian, um, Contemporary, Polynesian, and Wilderness Lodge. Those resorts that are all kind of grouped together, where you never really have to get in your car. You can get to all of them by monorail or boat. Um, you know, those are those are fantastic restaurants for dining as well. They've got some awesome,
1: awesome, awesome restaurants. If you weren't cheating out of those, I would probably pick would you pick what which of those hotels would you pick as the best dining resort of the Magic Kingdom?
0: It's hard between for me personally, it's hard between Polynesian, which has Ohana and Kona and Captain Cooks downstairs, and Wilderness Lodge and Fort Wilderness, which I consider kind of together, which have, you know, Artist Point, Whispering Canyon, Roaring Fork, Trails End, Hoop Dee Doo.
1: See, it's cheating. I think it's cheating to count count. Uh, <laughs> you would Hoopie just doo. stay at Fort Wilderness. <laughs> I mean, that's what. Yeah. I mean, well, that's true. Is actually, if you stay at Fort Wilderness, you have hoopy Doo and Trails End right there, which are which and, and Crockett's
0: Tavern. Why the heck would yeah, you need exactly. to go anywhere else? But is um, great. It's got Cali Grill. Hopefully, opening again yeah. in September. And
1: uh right now, it's not too good because you're down. You're down a Cali. You're down at
0: Cali Grill. That's but true. That's the true. wave
1: is one great thing about having the wave is that the wave is very good, and you can usually walk. You know, it's a lot easier to get in at the wave than a lot of other places. Yeah. So you know, Cali. Grill's great, but if you don't want have an ADR, you can't do it. Whereas some nights you just like to say, you know what, I don't want to go anyplace else tonight. Let's just walk to whatever hotel yeah. is in our and and the Wave is a good place to go and walk in and get a good meal.
0: Yeah, it's it's killer for breakfast. Killer for breakfast. Killer for breakfast. And don't forget, you've got you've got um, all of these places that we're mentioning. You do have character meals. So um, you know, Polynesian has a character meal with Mickey. Uh, Contemporary has a character meal with Mickey. Over at the Epcot Resorts, you've got Kate May Cafe, which has a character meal. You don't get Mickey at that one, but you do get Minnie. So there you go. You get ears.
1: And I would have to say that, so just moving on from the Magic Kingdoms uh, uh, resorts, I was going to-
0: You're kind of uh, down on the Magic Kingdoms Well, I feel Resort like cheating. it's cheating.
1: It's like saying, well, like, you should go to Disney World and go to all the resorts. Like, those are, <laughs> those are not, you know, like, all the resorts are good. Like, <laughs> okay. I feel like Epcot is one area that you can walk to. You can't all really right. walk to all, all right. the resorts. Alright,
0: for those Kingdoms. of you who are staying at the Magic Kingdom resorts, uh, you're still gonna have good dining. Well, you do
1: have a monorail for a lot of it, but, but then again, you know, Wilderness <laughs> Lodge is just kind of out there by itself, but- Anyway.
0: All right. Go but right.
1: now this this is what I how we I thought we were cheating was because you were using Animal Kingdom Lodge and Kidani Village oh, together. Okay. Which is kind of again, you know, but that that is probably, you know, the, not not as many restaurants, but every every place there is good. Every right?
0: restaurant in the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So you've got is Gico good.
1: which is one of my favorite fine dining places on property. You've got Boma, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the few buffets I still get, you know. Excited excited about about it (laughs) Yep, yep. Um, and then Sanaa, which is a, which I thought was a great addition and really Sana'a interesting food. Sanaa just
0: gets food. better and better and
1: better. But uh, the key is be eating at Sanaa, being of course that it's way better at lunchtime because you can see the animals. But
0: it is other- better at lunchtime because you can see the animals, but they also Mara is also there. The and that's what I was going to say. Is even their counter service
1: is, service is great. You can, they've got a lot of the favorites off of the Boma buffet. You can grab at the Mara. It's just- yep,
0: and don't forget your in-room dining at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. It includes, um, and by in-room dining, that's what Disney calls room service. Room service, basically. But uh, they've got they've got stuff from Gigo and Boma on that menu too, which is really cool. But really, I mean, Animal Kingdom Lodge is, I think it's, I think it's gotta be like one of our favorite dining resorts because everything is spectacular there. Yeah,
1: it's got, it's just all winners. It's, it's all killer, no filler.
0: <laughs> that's, it's a lot like the DFB podcast. That's
1: right. All killer, no filler. That's what you get here.
0: So okay. let's, let's
1: move on to an easy option. Let's, let's go over to Disneyland. And talk about DLR, the Disneyland Resort, and it's basically like the two awesome hotels in Disneyland have awesome dining too. So let's. That's right. Now,
0: now Paradise, we can't say Paradise Pier is a bad hotel. No, but
1: it's but there's but
0: there's not as much good dining there. So so we're gonna stick to the other two. Let's go. Recommendations:
1: Grand Californian,
0: Grand Californian.
1: I mean, that's hard to argue with because I love storytellers. And I love Napa Rose.
0: It's a lot like Animal Kingdom Lodge in that everything's
1: killer. All winners.
0: Yeah. And then even Whitewater Snacks, for heaven's sake. Whitewater Snacks has some really great stuff. So yeah, Napa Rose is phenomenal. We love it there. Um, and, and Storytellers Cafe, you've got a, you've got a character meal in the morning. Um, but you can still choose, you can choose buffet or menu. Um, lunch and dinner are great. Um, menu, menu options. Uh, very, very good restaurants.
1: And, you know, did, I don't know that before they built Trader Sam's, I don't know if Disneyland Hotel would have been quite as, as high up there just because Goofy's Kitchen is good, but Goofy's Steakhouse Kitchen,
0: 55 is phenomenal. And Steakhouse
1: 55 is awesome, but Napa Rose is awesome. So I feel like those, there's yeah, parody there, but I feel like Goofy's Kitchen plus Trader Sam's equals Storyteller's Cafe. Forget it. So, you're done. So, you're done. That's, why the, that's, that's a great,
0: that's a great dining hotel. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. Those are, you and know, Steakhouse basically, 55
0: also has a lounge where you can get food, as does Napa Rose. Yeah. So,
1: so I mean, basically, you can't go wrong with either of those two hotels. I've never...
0: For I those know. of you who don't know what Trader Sam's is, that's um, that's a bar that they just opened a couple of years ago um, that... Reminds a lot of people of the adventurers of a mini adventurers club, yeah. if if you know the we adventurers. Can, club Well, you know, for we can do a quick island. round
1: roundup of what those. Napa Rose is the super fine dining place mm-hmm. in the in the Grand California, which we highly recommend you go to the uh, chef's table chef if counter. you get the if you get the opportunity. Yes, chef counter. Um, mm-hmm. Then Storyteller's Cafe is like she said, you got a character breakfast, moderately priced, and, and really yeah. good cornbread while you're there. Oh yeah.
0: It's true. And then uh,
1: Goofy's <laughs> Kitchen is the buffet, which I think has a lot of good options. Really interesting. Over very
0: there. similar to Chef Mickey's. It's a it's a huge character buffet. But
1: better if you ask me.
0: It is it has much better food than Chef Mickey's. That's and true. then
1: Steakhouse Fifty Five is a really cool place to eat. Like probably like
0: very classic. Yeah love it very good food and and Trader Sam's is that is that very cool bar with with also really good food but um a lot of interactive stuff that goes on there which um you definitely want to check out so And
1: both of those are within walking distance of Disneyland so that's that's very nice For
0: sure for sure
1: So oh, I want to go uh, Well I'm going soon <laughs> For you. (laughs) Aren't you you going fairly soon? I'm
0: going to Disneyland soon, in in like a month or so. But anyway, I'm excited.
1: Now that we've had our little Who's Going to Disneyland race, we will (laughs) call an end to our segment on best dining hotels. And now it's time for our favorite kind of questions. Listener questions.
0: (laughs) I feel like we need a jingle. (laughs) Listener questions.
1: So we uh, encourage everyone to send in your listener questions to podcast at DisneyFoodBlog.com and be sure to put podcast in the title. To get started this week, we're going to have our first question from Kathleen G, who asks, In April, I will be spending a day and evening in Epcot with my husband, who wears two hearing aids, and our nine-year-old son. I want to make an ADR at Epcot for dinner, and I'm looking for a table service restaurant that we all three will enjoy. So what would be your top three choices for a relatively quiet table service for us at Epcot or within with easy walking distance of Epcot?
0: So this is a tough one because – Epcot restaurants are loud.
1: They the are as a general rule, and and I have no hearing aids yet, but I also like quiet dining experiences. <laughs> I like
0: quiet dining too. Mm-hmm. Um so what immediately popped into my mind were places that are unfortunately pretty expensive, but they're still going to be quiet um because just because of the acoustics in the room. So places like um Coral Reef.
1: Coral Reef is probably the quietest restaurant in Epcot, besides I, I have a feeling I know what your next suggestion
0: Probably is. Probably one of the quietest, yeah. yeah. We've also got, you know...
1: Bistro de Paris is... But it's is, not
0: called Bistro de Paris anymore. Oh, my gosh, it's... it's uh, that's why I wasn't it's, saying it's Chef it. Chef Jeff's. What's, Jeff's. <laughs> What's
1: it called <laughs> now? Jeff's. What's it called now? Monsieur Paul. Monsieur Paul, yeah. Chef Jeff's. I'm
0: going to call it that from now.
1: <laughs> yeah, Chef Jeff's.
0: <laughs> it's Chef Jeff's. Um, Monsieur Paul's is is a very quiet restaurant, but... You know, extremely, extremely yeah, expensive. Right. I just ate soup there that cost $28. <laughs> so it's just off the charts expensive.
1: Quiet, but um, possibly not budget friendly.
0: Possibly not. Um,
1: LaCellier is LaCellier usually, is a great choice. It's nice choice. and quiet. Get it for lunch to get it a little more reasonably priced. Nope. No, not anymore. Oh, oh, I'm just wrong. Brad, Chef yeah. Jeff's and cheap lunch, whatever.
0: Brad, you're killing
1: Here's me. Here's my tip that is probably wrong too, which would be go at off times. Yes. That's probably your best bet for quiet is to yes. go at a non-peak time. Go at a
0: non-peak time to, to most of the of these restaurants and you're going to definitely be fine. But La Salle, just to go back to La Salle quickly, it is a signature uh, meal for both lunch and dinner now. So it is going to still be more expensive, but it is very quiet in there. You know, it's like. Can you tell?
1: AJ's been cave. to Disney World a lot more recently than I. Yeah, have?
0: Yeah, it's I true. Thought. But uh, so
1: basically, so far we've got go to all the expensive places. Go to the expensive places. It won't well, be.
0: another another good one is Yachtsman Steakhouse. Again, another expensive restaurant, but it's over in the Yacht Club. We can walk over there. Um, a place that could be quiet is Rose and Crown. If you go to Rose and Crown at like for an early dinner, four p.m., five p.m., it can also
1: be very loud in there. Like it, it
0: can be loud closer to seven eight nine yeah. um but if you go for an early dinner you're gonna be you're gonna be much better off um and I'm you know I think coral reef might be your best bet because it's gonna be it's not a signature meal so it's not as highly priced um so anyway that's those are those are our thoughts i'm you know I'm thinking you know Marrakesh is a no-go because you've got the music yeah. and the belly dancer um obviously beer gardens a no-go san and hell is a no-go because it's um, you know, it's loud in the pyramid. Yeah, it's just because
1: it's got the, the spillover noise from the, yeah. from the marketplace. Acker Shoes
0: is a no go because it's a character meal. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of everything, but Garden Grill is potential, but the land is going to be really loud.
1: Yeah, that's a, there's, there's characters there too. So, yeah. A general, <laughs> Brad's afraid to say I'm anything yeah, I'm <laughs> he doesn't know things so. <laughs>
0: have changed. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay.
1: But All right. One, so how about, um, uh, it's just a France isn't terribly loud. The thing is, it's that that it's, tables are. Close it's together. very
0: echoey in yeah. there, Um and so if you go at a busy time, it's just you know the, the way that the acoustics are. It's very echoey, so it will be hard. Anyway, so those yeah, are our those the, are our best. The I only guess. other places
1: that pop to mind with an easy walking distance are are like Captain's Grill and stuff like that, which can be quieter. Yeah, but sometimes. she wants a table
0: service. Oh, Captain's Grill is a yeah. table yeah. service. Ha-ha. Man, we are just
1: <laughs> we're just hitting it all. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But
0: Captain's Grill is a good idea. It's it's
1: it's basically you're trading food for quiet. There, though, because a lot of the places, the well, other places the food,
0: is, the food is good. It's, the food is know. good at Captain's Grill. I mean, I feel that's like it's a, not as a good, good option. as some of the other
1: ones we mentioned. But of course, it's a little cheaper too. So it is much
0: started. cheaper. That's a great option. That's in the yacht club. Um, good call.
1: Yeah. You've redeemed yourself, uh, and, Bradley. Yeah, way to go, Brad. <laughs>
0: Okay, what's the next question?
1: Um, Joel E. would like to know, what foods are basically the same throughout WDW or in real life, like popcorn, so we don't splitter or take time getting something somewhere when we could get it cheaper on a more relaxed, present setting elsewhere? That's a very good question, Joel, with probably a pretty extensive set of answers. But my first thought is that, you know, before that – one of the, a lot of people will tell you that even the popcorn stands are different, right? Like they'll be like, oh, you got to go to the popcorn stand in this one in AKL for so. Take all of this with a grain of salt. That yep. you know, we're we're giving you things that are roughly similar or pretty pretty similar types of food here. We're not, you know, we're no, We don't swear they they come from the same place or anything like that.
0: Right, and it and it can you know. People have different experiences everywhere so whatever we say cannot be held against us um but first of all i will say popcorn at disney is very different from popcorn at your local movie theater or anything like that Uh, disney popcorn is it's got pixie dust people call it like i don't know people love this stuff (laughs) and and go crazy for it so and it's very very good so i would say popcorn isn't the same as what you're going to get anywhere else um outside of Disney. So definitely check out, you know, get some popcorn, but everywhere in Disney, popcorn is the same. Um, <laughs> other things that are very similar throughout Walt Disney World, ice cream bars, anything at the, anything at um kind of uh coffee kiosks, which are mostly run by Joffrey's coffee, are you're going to have the same sort of um, coffee smoothies and some, and some of the same baked goods available at the coffee kiosks. Um, anything pre-packaged, like, uh, pre-packaged Rice Krispie Treats, which are either Selma's or or Disney-made. Um, Goofy's Candy Company stuff. Um, the, the candy bags. Those are going to be similar anywhere you get it in Disney World. The
1: churros in Disneyland are all pretty pretty similar.
0: Churros um, yeah. are going to be the same um, in most places. Um, egg, that, egg rolls are going to be the same. Stuff like mm, that. Yeah. The counter, um, there's
1: like... There's certain counter service desserts like that that carrot cake that they have everywhere. That's that's always going to be the if you if
0: if you anything on the counter service menu is going to be the same anywhere else that it is. Now that's that's hard to say because the the counter service menus. Um, the desserts vary restaurant to restaurant, but if you have the carrot cake listed on two different counter service menus, they're going to be the same. If you have the strawberry cheesecake listed on two different counter service menus, it's going to be the same strawberry cheesecake. So, um, if it is listed on the menu, it's the same as anywhere else that it's listed on the menu. Turkey legs are the same everywhere. Um, things like fruit cups and yogurts are the same everywhere. Uh, Disney personal pizzas. Are going to be the same where you get if you get them at you know Pizza or Pizza Planet, those are going to be the same. Now this does not count the flatbreads that you get at Pinocchio Village House, um, so that's basically you know those are kind of what uh, what are going to be very similar. A lot of the cookies and baked goods at some of the candy counters and the and the bakeries are gonna be similar. Now, this is a dodgy one because there are lots of exclusive baked goods that you can get. Like the like the carrot cake cookie you're only gonna get in Disney's Hollywood Studios, you're not gonna find that anywhere else.
1: Although if they do have any place else that says <coughs> carrot cake cookie, it's probably gonna be it's pretty probably similar. It's probably gonna be it. the
0: same, but you're you're not gonna find it anywhere else. Um like caramel apples are going to be the same everywhere unless you're at Carmel Kusch, kucha in Germany. That's a different caramel apple. Is it
1: kucha? <coughs> it is I kucha. Didn't know that. Yeah, I've been calling it cooch.
0: Yeah, it's Kucha. Um So, so, but if you if you see like the the Mickey head shaped cookies anywhere at any of the confectionery or any of those bakeries, those are going to be the same everywhere you are. So, um, so that's just kind of a a little entree into what you're going to find that's generally going to be the same at at a lot of these places. So, um, mostly mostly counter service and kiosk kind of stuff.
1: So those are our listener questions. We really appreciate everyone who sends them in. Again, if you want to send in some for us to answer, send them to podcast at disneyfoodblog.com and be sure to put podcast in the subject line of your email. Thank you the Now it's time for what I hope will not be the most trivial section of the podcast. Wow. It's time for trivia <laughs> and puns. Apparently, that's
0: punny fun. All right, all right. So our our last week's trivia, last week, last episode, last episode's uh, trivia, trivia question, question um, was the following. Ready? Ready. Which company has just celebrated its thirty-six year anniversary working with Disneyland and Walt Disney World?
1: And what was the answer?
0: The answer is Dole Pineapple Banana and Other Fruits Company. Dole fruit. Dole fruit.
1: And our winner was Jennifer L. Jennifer
0: L., congratulations! So Jennifer
1: L. will get a copy of whichever DFB guide she would like.
0: Any DFB guide. We have like six now, and there's going to be seven soon. It's crazy. It's crazy. Huge amounts of DFB guides.
1: There's DFB guides everywhere.
0: So congratulations to Jennifer. And what is our trivia question for this episode, Well, Mr. Bradley?
1: I would like to know, and I think AJ would as well. Where at Walt Disney World can you find this quote on the wall? It's the pot that boils, but the dish that gets the credit. Ooh. So if you think you know, send an email to trivia at disneyfoodblog.com, and be sure and put trivia in the subject line of the email. And if you have the correct answer, you will be entered to win a copy of whichever DFB guide you would like. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for joining us on this 14th episode of the DFB Podcast. It's great to have you with us. I'm glad
1: you... It's great to have you with us. We're, yeah. You're doing a start?
0: No. It's great to have you with us. <laughs> okay.
1: It, it has been great to have you with us. We are now departing.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: But before we depart, we'd like to give you some...
0: Please uh, stand clear of the doors. <laughs>
1: before we depart, we'd like to mention that um, we appreciate everyone who listens and that we would love it even more if you followed Disney Food Blog on Facebook or also WDW for Grown Ups on Facebook. Additionally, you might want to get on the Disney Food Blog newsletter because AJ has exciting news coming out soon about a new product. Yes. And that you can get be the first to get the scoop on it if you join up.
0: Yeah. You
1: can also follow us on Twitter. Do all kinds. We're of We're on
0: Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Pinterest, we are all of it, everywhere. So YouTube, Tumblr, all your favorites, all uh,
1: everywhere. <laughs> Multimedia empire. It's
0: true. It's true. Wherever, so wherever you are,
1: uh, for AJ Wolf, I am Brad Johnson, and we are thanking you again for listening to a DFB podcast, and we hope to talk to you again soon.
0: Don't forget to go to iTunes and uh, yes. rate us on iTunes. We
1: remember that, do that too. Rate and review us on (laughs) iTunes, subscribe via the RSS feed, do all those things.
0: Brad, you've got to go over and read the most recent um, reviews on iTunes, because I think it's funny when people talk about your voice.
1: What do they say about it?
0: You'll have to go read them. All right.
1: And you guys should go, too, and rate and review us while we're there, unless you don't like us, in which case, you don't need to do that.
0: Think of which celebrity you think Brad's voice sounds like.
1: (laughs) I I shudder to think. So, again... (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.
0: (laughs) Bye.